welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. Today we are going to discuss Severance Season 1, Episode 3 in Perpetuity. That was a lot of P's and T's. <laughs> this episode was written by Andrew Coville and directed by one Ben Stiller. I really love the direction in this episode. I love the script as well. So I gave it a 10 out of 10 these uh these innies are really charming my heartstrings <laughs> dylan is freaking hysterical and i was really happy that heli got her comeuppance at the end of this episode that may sound cruel of me but sometimes people need to learn a lesson and she was a kid in this situation where you try to tell them nicely you try to be a little firm you continue to try to reiterate that the answer is no and then unfortunately they have to put their hand on the fire to realize that yeah it is what we said and you will get burned but she was acting entirely irrational this episode and i can only i can only um account that for her Audi being equally entitled and prolific in stubbornness (laughs) which reflects in her her innies behavior before we jump into the recap wherever you listen to this podcast it's your itunes podbean spotify amazon go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Severance or any of the other shows that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we're going to discuss the innies first and then the outies. I think we were reversed last episode, but I don't recall. So with the innies, you have Mark going back into work. He doesn't realize that he wasn't there yesterday. He is given the new office photos so that he can replace the old ones with PD still in it. Helly comes over and says, look, I did a thing yesterday. I tackled some scary numbers. And he's like, that's awesome. So now you don't have to go to the break room anymore for me. And she does not understand the euphemism for break room. I wonder if everyone had to learn their lesson in this fashion or is Helly just an exception to the rule? <laughs> because once again, it felt as if she was being illogical in her choices this episode, saying, I put in my resignation. She got all excited saying you know it won't matter about if the other numbers are charming or not or can be comforting which is also really weird and i still have no closer understanding of what the fuck they do here uh there is supposition from pd on the outside and we'll get to that in a moment um she then is excited about the morning announcements which we learned from Irving that Mark used to give PD a hard time 
about when he would let his win pass through his butthole <laughs> during morning announcements apparently everyone is ragged on even she gets in on the action like oh are you uh are you intimidated are you afraid to speak in front of people it's like no leave me alone leave me alone oh the stupid shit that they would talk about in morning meetings whoever puts trash in the recycling they always put trash in the fucking recycling (laughs) i don't understand why people do this but they do Uh, don't do that is what he says then he says to not put stickies on your face because that can be really bad for your audi's pores dealing cops to doing that and then he says to stop bragging about waffle parties and he says i feel attacked only it's only game why you have to be mad irving takes uh mark aside and because the last announcement is that oh my god with uh molchek or bolchek or whatever his name is (laughs) angry black black brother (laughs) he is also very terrifying he is so terrifying oh i think it's just because he smiles as he is completely and utterly prepared to do the most heinous things to you milicek milicek taking those photos was hysterical because i also hated that every event you gotta take those fake ass photos (laughs) and they tell heli that her request for termination has been denied heli is in denial about this mark tries to comfort her but she runs into the bathroom he tells her look i'm gonna have to come in because it's been 45 minutes and i am your boss even though she completely disrespects him as her boss has no respect for him and she is trying to write a message on her arms and ink saying get me out because <laughs> she believes that she's being held against her will when she isn't but she kind of is because her audi or her any doesn't have any agency whatsoever uh he tells her look they have a scanner they scan everything all messages you do not want to be busted trying to get a message out of here he gives her some soap and tells her to clean up he has an idea from irving because he was like i was listening at the door i heard it all you're not my supervisor oh irving he says that you're not being really great onboarding her you have told her things that you should not have told her i'm also concerned about your weight loss and he thinks that it's from food poisoning it's interesting that they convince themselves of whatever reality they want to about their outer self because you heard dylan talking about how he flexes like his Audi must flex (laughs) he's like how would you even think that that is a thing and i believe that irving has different ideas about what his audi is as well and he's the one that suggests to go to the propute propute, uh, that word per to the p lounge (laughs) so he goes to harmony to ask 
Uh, he has not filled out the requested form to speak with his boss because you have to make an appointment which is something Milchek tells him uh, but she says go ahead and come on in now there is a book that that mark's brother-in-law left on his doorstep that Milichek is supposed to be checking <laughs> i see what i did there for any hidden messages or clues uh and twice he's been reading through the book and he he keeps leaving it so i'm gonna guess at some point mark is gonna pick it up and he's gonna recognize who this person is or it's gonna have some type of relevance they all turn off their monitors to go for a trip as they're walking the halls dylan gives them a egan bingo card which is something that is a bonding experience for the three of them without irving (laughs) something irving finds later and is highly offended by he is so in doctrine it is terrifying as they come across a crossway both Bert and Irving catch eyes. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I love the exchange here. It was one of my favorite scenes. Actually, I think it is my favorite scene of the episode. Um, but I don't. Mm, there's a quite a few, but this uh, yeah, this is my favorite scene because he stops, and then they say they're from which division the optics and design and they're like metadata refinery bert hi hey i just met you and this is crazy but here's my number so call me maybe bert asks about his session they're like you two know each other irving's like we bonded over a looming illumin artwork and that's when dylan jumps in like bullshit what the fuck is going on here <laughs> why how why are you even out why are you out what you doing they're doing a team building exercise by <laughs> what something with eggs <laughs> i didn't even catch it but he does not believe it for one second i'm not sure why he's so suspicious of them but apparently he there's some history in the department as they walk away (laughs) she's like what you doing out here we're going to the the p lounge okay well those those that that merchandise is coming in i'm very excited then he says it's time back to the hoop and he gives them them eyes bert what were you doing with those eyes Irvin is absolutely smitten and I am absolutely on board with this ship. I will go down with this ship. I won't put my hands up and surrender. Then Dylan had to get one last one last jab in. Your eggs look like shit. What was the, who, uh, I think it was Felicia 
uh that was the black woman uh that was funny that was really funny (laughs) but he explains that there was a coup in their department where they used to be a lot of people but now the departments are far away from each other due to this supposed bloodbath of a coup and now only two people can work there irving believes that it must be very lonely they then get to the p lounge where there are life-size statues of all of the founding members or the past ceos of egan industry including Kier egan himself uh, and his dynasty the the uh the one five years ago was a woman that's the one helly stepped on i didn't catch her name i think it was mildred something to that effect but she uh starts to actually play the bingo game which mark took note of and this is where i thought you know okay she's finally getting to understand even if she doesn't fully understand because he's walking her through saying that what we do helps the world uh we come from a great i I get it when i woke up i didn't have a history and not having a history is a lot uh i will say the more and more they're talking about this the more and more that uh this is sounding like a cult a cult of ideas a cult of of about like the things that they were saying Uh, like my father used to whisper in my ear all the time about bringing new ideas and history lives on the one of the plaques said history lives inside of us or something to that effect it was a lot of heavy shit i gotta go back and watch and i didn't write any notes down this episode to help me remember anything which is a little frustrating but there was a lot of things in there that uh raised some alarm bells but Kelly, well, well, first, Mark is raked over the coals by Irving when he finds the Egan Bingo. And he also thought he was about to catch him putting his foot on the bed the way it may have looked, the founder's house may have looked. <laughs> and he he tells him, Look, how are you supposed to lead when you are being such a terrible example you're making an example we're supposed to be showing helen how important it is how much important her work is to the future of society like we're helping billions of people they even go to a wall of smiles and that's the millions of people's faces that are rotated through which is just creepy and her response her question of so we were dentist <laughs> that was the one part where i i chuckled at her but then as irving and him are getting into it because mark says look i didn't want to leave or i didn't want to be the leader i didn't want to be the boss or in charge everything's been weird since Petey has gone and he can't get over it he's hung up on it he said the same thing to to carbell when she asked uh that was also very funny if not very also weird because she says did you fill out the trip form and he said no she says i'm gonna throw a mug at you 
he's like why would you throw and then she just throws it at him and then she tells him that hurt me a lot to do to you but i hope you learned a valuable lesson because of it i'm just the crazy slut with a dead husband <laughs> hallie makes a run for it tries to escape once again uh mark tried to stop it he tried to stop what was gonna happen he's done all he can but unfortunately it's time for the man in the black suit forgot his name once again it's fine it's time for him to take over uh no his his name is doug grainer yeah he takes her tells her come on mark's like well i've done all i can do i didn't feel sorry for her at all i just didn't because sometimes you gotta learn the hard way (laughs) i would have taken a lot more stock of my situation and not been so impulsive and that once again it leads me to believe that she comes from a very privileged background where she's used to getting her way she's used to being in control um because it translates to her her behavior she's not sly or or she thinks she's smarter than she actually is like when she was over there over there talking and she's making an escape note and then she's thinking she's gonna swallow it and mark stops her like yeah so they can read messages inside your body and he further begins to put it on pretty thick about the fact that milichek is going to get that out of your body and trust me when he asks you how long ago that you swallowed it it's going to be the decision of whether he's going in through your mouth or your ass that is a pretty direct indication of the severity of the consequences that awaits you and yet your white ass gonna keep on thinking that it's okay to just run and as if you can get the fuck out of here that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 so when she's taken to the break room and she has to sit there put her hands on the table and forced to read something that we have heard mark have to read in that recording which is or was clearly stolen the question is who stole it there's only so many people but there's a lot of different departments so that that opens up the possibilities of who could be working on the inside for the outside because on the outside they definitely believe that lumen is the the start of the future that's going to be um a new mark in humanity and the and the success of humanity whereas you have those that are fighting against this idea of what it means the negative consequences of this type of reality uh and he was reading this exact thing that was telling them that they're sorry that they're basically uh an embarrassment it is humiliating but degrading and the one thing about repetition is if you do it enough it becomes your lingo and that's when you see those people like irving that are so drinking the fucking kool-aid they like live for the shit and you're just like uh settle down guy there's like i mean you can't you don't need to bleed for this but that's conditioning 
that is exactly what conditioning is and they're using those tactics to keep their employees complacent when he said again and she said really oh now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up you have fucked up now now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up well you wanted to know so now you know he straight patched her up too and said mark has been trying so hard <laughs> and i did not want to see you here helly but now you're here and now you about to know what everyone tried to warn you about uh later on because it's definitely on mark's mind he is still very much bothered by pd's absence he begins to change the frames with the new photos and finds to his surprise a map of the place which he leaves behind his frame he then leaves work now the thing about staggering i was thinking um last episode i forgot to mention how is it then if it was such a bad thing for them to run into each other that he ran into heli on the first episode shouldn't that have been avoided how is it that they were able to cross paths just a question out there that i don't have an answer for so this goes back to the audi story arc i think we covered everything in the oh no the last bit of story arc is involving corbell she shows up to work she talks to mark she is then greeted by natalie i believe is her name (laughs) or maybe that's just what i heard in the last show that i was watching we saw her on television she seems to be a spokesperson for lumen who shuts down all questions (laughs) with (laughs) a whole bunch of corporate bullshit never really answering the questions she uh is greeted by the the board wanting to talk to her about the pd or peter kilman situation she stands uh they stand or they sit in awkward silence for a minute and she says the board would like you to speak for first she begins to say we're handling the situation she also said it wasn't about helena she's like oh god no (laughs) like that's that's yeah that's not a problem then she says that they are or they believe that pd may have went through some d or reintegration the board stops her right there and tells her there is no such thing as that the reversal of the procedure is not an option and that uh she should be able to wrap i hope that basically wrap this shit up and also three weeks your numbers are due and they better be back the fuck up or we gonna have problems she went to assure the board and got nothing but static and that's the way the news goes then she tried to talk to natalie who said bye bitch (laughs) that was pretty funny because we're thinking about the power dynamics and it felt as if corbell was pretty high up on that ladder and yet she seems to be just as subservient to this board as everyone else uh, but the board is uh, a 
a group of very mysterious people that you don't know and who have never spoken to anyone but seem to work through intermediaries let's go to the audi section and then we'll end uh with the ending for mark he uh i love the scene where he asks about pd and pd says that he's fine but we see that he isn't as he begins to flash between his time as an any recalling conversations with irving in the bathroom about a particular uh <laughs> group activity for them to do he says dude which is something i wouldn't have thought pd would say and he mentioned something about the sunset park something that was going to be closed he then comes back to the present and mark's like what sunset parking's like i have no idea they eat pizza he tells him about his reintegration that he flips between both of his realities but it should go away soon and he's like don't you regret bringing me back or inviting me back here and he's like i'm not gonna reintegrate i like what i'm doing uh i lost my wife and this is helping me and he's like sure i was gonna ask you to do that and he all but he also says you you want this type of healing but at what cost are you killing millions eight hours a day you don't know (laughs) and because he's like am i well i don't have an answer for that i have no idea but whatever it is it feels nefarious pd also tells mark that he carries his sadness with him he just doesn't know why he says that he comes in with red eyes and they make a song they've made a song about it and they've made a joke around what that could possibly be like he's allergic to something uh so that's an insight that he gets now we see mrs corbell or mrs sevig at this point they say oh he says that the cul-de-sac never filled up it's just him and mrs sevig which is weird especially after that reference she made last episode about in heaven there's a house for me or for my ex-husband and then a spare bedroom (laughs) and she is watching very avidly mark's house as the two men are discussing things and there's another scene that transitions where he's remember being at the office talking to mark uh mark comes out of the garage and watches tv and gets drunk per his usual and you hear mrs sevick say oh mark are you okay as if she deeply cares about him whatever weird thing she's got going on with mark (laughs) it feels a little psychotic Uh, the next morning she goes over but not until after the brother-in-law and his sister stop by to for him to drop off the book he talks with her about where to actually leave the book what if he comes home early he won't and then they leave she takes the book goes into his home has a key to his home how fucking weird is that uh fortunately pd is able to hide after he has one of his little flashbacks 
He's been trying to write a map to remember the multiple hallways and layouts of where they work. Particularly, he maps off the break room. He, upon seeing Corbell or Mrs. Sevig, realizes that she's Mrs. Corbell and leaves. In the flashback, we saw mark asked who mrs corbell is so this must have been a a way like a very old memory if he didn't even know who she was or when did she did he meet her for the first time in this season when we saw their meeting questions that i have that are not answered yet (laughs) he begins to stray between his his any memories and minds mindset so he stumbles down walks away from the house because he also needs to escape in that same road which that was concerning me uh i like that little banter back and forth like sorry about the road my brother-in-law gave it to me <laughs> and he's like are you okay yeah i'm good you don't need to stop shitting on this robe is what you need to stop doing i like their banter then as he gets to a convenience store he's bleeding from the nose he says he needs tokens to get food then that that terrified me too because i'm like oh if you don't have tokens you don't get food you could starve to death down there uh a clerk comes around and it's like what the hell she calls the ambulance and upon mark leaving work he comes back and looks for pd pd's gone he sees an ambulance and decides to follow it just on instinct he and he and pd catch eyes before pd collapses and is most likely dead Uh, at least he's not breathing when mark drives away he definitely looked at him like go you do not want to be here when they discover who the fuck i am Uh, he did say the people after him were trying to kill him he goes back to his house he removes all the evidence of pd staying there but just as he's about to go up the stairs pd's abandoned cell phone begins to ring so now he has a connection to this higher organization that seems to want to put a stop to lumen Uh, it's not those little kids that he was talking to he tells them but people with some actual power so this is uh getting very very interesting um i hope now heli gets her shit together and at least tries to be more (laughs) strategic and you know i get it she she gets down she's like i'm too much of an understand like this is not what i signed up for and she knows personally it's going against her instinct it feels where everyone else wanted to be here so if that particular heli did want to be here why is her audi fighting so hard against it it's like she's fighting an instinct does that mean the real helen or helena is involved in something uh who is helena uh in relation is she a spy there seems to be some spy shit going on um what is this coup that happened in the past 
and the idea that there's multiple departments they're just spread out but they don't know like everyone has a different number one said 30 one said 50 <laughs> the other said eight it's all a mystery and the mystery i'm sure will continue on i believe next thursday so if you want to send feedback for severance blackercouch at gmail.com you can also leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic